Guess who's coming to dinner? <laughs> it's me, your host, Chris Redding, joined by Alex Humphrey. Hey there. And Sam Draper. Blah, blah. Nice. <laughs> Welcome to the science fiction rating system. Now, uh, we rate science fiction films uh, by watching them, chatting about them, and then putting them in a list in a scientific way. Uh this week, we're going to be looking at Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, colon, at the, for The Undiscovered in the middle, Country. Yeah. Yeah. We've, been, and, uh, we've been doing them in order, haven't we? All the Star Trek. Yeah, now. yeah. So we're at number six. So uh, number five was pretty dire. Ugh, yeah. yeah. And we've had some highlights up until now. Mm. Um, yeah, so now we're on to number six. Now, uh, just before we start, you can contact us uh, on Twitter, Instagram uh, by going to Sci-Fi Rating. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also got a website, sciencefictionratingsystem.com. Uh, and what's the email, Alex? Uh, sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail.com. Cool, cool, cool. Could, um, does, Sam, does Sam know, could Sam tell us the order of the science fiction films, that, what they're yeah, rated yeah. in? Give us a. We need to. We need a top of the pops music for this bit. We do. What the whole list? No, just no, the just top the, five. Give us a top. Oh, right, oh okay, no, sorry, I was yeah, just going to okay. say, what order are the Star Trek films? Oh, the, the Star Trek. Oh, that's a good sorry. Idea. Yes, that's Let's a good give idea. Us a rundown of Star Trek. Yeah. So how right, so the lowest entry, uh, hundred thirteen Star Trek five. <laughs> wow. Which sounds about right because it is really yeah. dire. Mm. Uh, next up is number sixty one, Star Trek three: The Search oh, for Spock. Big jump. Um, nice. Higher than it should be. 50 is Star Trek for The Voyage Home. Mm. Mm. Uh, hang on. No, sorry. 54 is Star Trek The Motion Picture. 50 okay. is Star Trek for The Voyage Home. Yep. And yep. all the way up at number eight is Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. Yeah. My favourite. So my far. personal favourite. Yeah. Okay. Who was directed by the same guy who directed this, wasn't it? Mm. So. Yeah. Well, they, they knew what they were doing on this. Mm. Yeah. Um, so... Um, and also, just before we start, should I just say uh, we're asking for people's nostalgia films for the next few weeks? So, yes, if yeah. you have got any nostalgia films from the 80s, 90s, that's if you're our age. If you're a little bit younger than us, maybe your nostalgia films are like from 2012 or something. So, mm. um, well, or if you're older, you, like it might be. Or if you're older, send us like what they were doing before science fiction was about, like, <laughs> yeah. um, you know. No more Doctor Who, though. No more caveman films, either. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, before I push on, are you up to date on Discovery yet, Sam? No, I'm not, no. Okay. We won't I watched two of that new series and hated it again, so I'll wait, but I will, I will catch up. What, the second one I thought was quite good of the new series, because that was a Frakes one. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I just don't like the characters still. I, really I, I love the new Pike. The Captain Pike. Yeah, he's right? all right, yeah. yeah. yeah I, I will get there, I will I, get there. Finally, a captain with, like, actual Star Trek sort of, you know... Have they, have they just gone on break again, haven't they? Uh, don't know. Don't know. Oh, they're not yet? Oh, okay. I'll, so I'll, I'll wait for the break, and then I'll, like, binge them all. I'll, I'll catch yeah, yeah. up. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Right, so let's push on. So this is the final outing of all of the original crew in mm. the motion picture world, and... It's kind of sold as that through the film. So they are yeah. all a little bit old. Mm. They're always referring to like how tired they are. Yeah. They make noises when they sit down and get up off seats. <laughs> yes. And they've got so much makeup caking their faces, they look like clowns. 
they do. Basically. Especially um, Spark looks awful, doesn't yeah. he? His yeah. makeup. You get close to any of them, and they are like sweating bullets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you've got a big grand musical opening. Great it's titles. It's kind of yeah, yeah. They're using the fonts of the because now TV, the TV series have started, haven't they? I think Next Generation started. Oh, it's way it's, it's yeah, four yeah. series, four series, yeah. And they've really flushed out what Next Generation is now, so you'll see a lot of the design features of that in this film. Mm. Including the fonts and computers and all that sort of stuff. Do you want? Do you want some trivia about the the, do the it. sets? Um, it was filmed between the fourth and fifth series, of Next Generation, mm. and because uh, Star the engineering Trek was, sets the same, right? Yeah, because because Star Trek Five was such a, a um, flop, the budget was cut repeatedly for this film, so they had to reuse loads of um, sets. So yeah, Kirk and Spock's quarters, the transporter room, the sick bay, the laboratory, mm. the mess hall, engineering, and all the corridors are all TNG sets redressed. Oh. Uh, yeah, so it's a big grand o- opening, and it starts with a massive explosion, and we're like, "Woo, we're in! What we're we doing?" And uh, um, we're now on board a ship, right? Yeah, and yeah. it's Sulu's the captain at last. And it's um, the Excelsior, which is my favourite ship. Oh, okay. The design of it, yeah, I think it's wicked. Don't it's you? A pretty cool ship. Yeah, I like the because it's got like that angular. Looked more. It looks more like it's not going to break up, like yeah. the, mm. the Enterprise, like because it's got these little struts between the bits. It looks like yeah, it's going to fall true. apart. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got a quiz, Alex. Should yeah, we stagger this twi- quiz. Would you? Yeah. Well, oh, it's up to you. Whenever you want the. Whenever you want it. What, what do you reckon, Sam? Shall we do like a question every now and again? Yeah. Okay. Just before that, though, I want to start the film. I've got yeah. a bit more trivia. Go okay, about go. that. Um, because the budget was cut so much, do you know how this film was originally meant to start? You were going to see like where all the crew had gone. Oh. So Kirk was in a relationship with uh, Carol Marcus. Right. Yeah. Who, um, from the original series, who, you know, that's who some... And also Star Trek 2. Mm. Was, st- was she in 2 as well? Yeah, she's the dad of his son, the uh, mum of his son. Yeah, yeah she's, called, a, yeah, she's she on the yes, base yes, with him, she David. Invent, she yeah. invented the uh, sorry, she invented yes. the uh, Genesis. Genesis device. Yeah. Yes, yeah, sorry. Schoolboy error there, isn't it, really? Uh, McCoy is basically a drunk who turns up at medical events, medical celebrity events drunk, Ooh. which is brilliant. He pops uh, up in Next Gen as well, doesn't he, drunk? Really old, yeah. yeah. Uh, Spock's status was classified. Uhura had become a radio show hostess. <laughs> It's fantastic. Love to see that. Frasier. Wow. Yeah, okay. I guess. Uh, Scott, Scotty was an engineering professor, and Chekhov mm. was competing as an unsuccessful chess grandmaster. <laughs> How what brilliant is that? An unsuccessful, not even oh, a oh, successful and, one. Yeah, no. And Sulu, Sulu was a taxi driver on a backwater alien colony. <laughs> what? How, yeah, how not offensive. A captain. Not a captain of all. Because yeah. he's the one yeah. that deserves. He was the youngest, and he obviously deserves to be a captain, like Blake. Oh, well, I can see yeah. why they didn't do that then. There was an ongoing feud between him and Shatner about this. I think. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, but basically, it was the culmination of his career when he got his own captaincy. Yeah. Yeah. He deserves it. I love Sulu. Uh, I'll just do this first bit then, then. So there's, yeah, there's on, an explosion yeah. of Praxis, uh, which is like the Klingon's uh, energy facility mining um, thing yeah, yeah yeah it causes a massive shot wave the excelsior is caught up in it, in it it basically observes that uh klingons are kaput from now on mm. yeah uh 
And then uh, there's a little like meeting at Starfleet headquarters. It's a very military feel. It's quite cool. And uh, basically, Spock tells everyone that Klingons are kaput. Mm. They've got 50 years to live, haven't they? That's 50 the... years to live. Yep. So their moon's blown up and they've got no oxygen. Yeah. So yeah. basically, the, the people... It's kind of the um, Berlin Wall coming down scenario. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, they've got a lot of military kit and it needs to be dismantled. It's it's very much of the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Alex, quiz. <laughs> Well, I got, I got my this. Well, my my old boss set a, a Star Trek quiz, but here's a random extra question because you know you okay. said before the set they ran up. They you know they 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 used a lot of the sets from um, uh, Next Generation. Yeah, but that that effect of Praxis exploding was such a good effect mm. that it got used in several other films. Yeah. Mm. So can you name? There are three Star Trek films. Uh, no, not not Star Trek films. Other non-Star Trek films. We're talking about the shockwave. Yeah, the shockwave, which is uh, is known as the Praxis effect. It's a special effect, and it's used in yeah. several, three, uh, two remastered it's... things and one actual film. Do you know what they are? I know it's it's in Star Trek Voyager, isn't it? I read that. It's, these these are these are, that there. Uh, these are, no, I've got they're three feature well, films. That scene, that scene is an episode of Star Trek Voyager. They yeah, go yeah. back in time to that scene, and they get yeah. all the crew, they get all the cast together back together. Yeah. It's, good, it's quite it? cleverly oh, yeah. done. Yeah, but it must have been done ten, twenty years after. Yeah, fifteen yeah. years after. Um, um, so three. Um, there's three films. One, I, I'll give you yeah. clues. One is a film we've done on this list. Uh, Independence Day. Uh, oh, not Independence Day, but that's the right two people that made the, that film. Armageddon. No. Oh, that's no, not them, is it? Um, no, it's those. Stargate. Yes, Stargate is one of the films it's used in, and the other two films, uh, the other two films, are remastered versions of films that we love. No. Uh... Think of something remastered big and round versions. blowing up. <laughs> oh, the Death Star. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars and Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. They use that effect for the. Oh right. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. There you go. So, although you're saying they recycled stuff, they actually ended up creating something that was then used and recycled itself. That's, do you know uh, Industrial Light and Magic did that, didn't they? Mm. And they, they, the budget was like small again. Mm. Um, so much so that some of the models were made like basically by Star Trek fans off budget because just because mm. they love Star Trek so much they couldn't afford to make them which is mm. a nice touch do you want a real question yeah. then yeah do you want a real question okay right so these are set by my uh, old boss Tom who's set all the Star Trek uh, questions previously so it, so again I preface this with if you have a problem with a question it's not my fault basically uh, <laughs> okay so if the USS Enterprise NCC 1701A has 24 decks how many does the USSS Excelsior have so this is, has to be your best guess because there are different strongly held points oh, right, of view yeah, on yeah. the size of Excelsior <laughs> he's written that he's written that so how many it's quite a lot bigger right I'm not going to say either way so Chris Chris you get to guess first how many decks on the Excelsior Enterprise NCC 1701A has 24 uh, I would say um, thirty-five. Okay, Sam. Um, how much were on the Enterprise? Twenty-four. 
I'm going to stay low because last time I did this, I said like hundreds and got it really wrong. So I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say thirty. The actual answer, well done, Chris, is thirty-six. So Chris was one off. Very, very good. Well done. Yeah. Sometimes they count the shuttle bay as two. <laughs> <laughs> that, there you go. That's the differently strongly held opinions, I guess. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. So uh, basically, the the off the the decision made at this meeting is that the enterprise is going to go and meet the Klingons to try and hash out a um, a peace between the Klingons and the Federation. Mm. Mm. Um, and uh, Kirk's a bit annoyed that they're sent because I think they just want to retire. Yeah, yeah, they're just knackered, yeah. aren't they? See, it's I, a very strange sort of energy, right? No, yeah, it's very. Odd. I love this start. I thought this was brilliant. This start because I because like you know, Chris says they they go on about how old they are, but that's like to me that that whole actually acknowledging who they are as characters. That's what made Wrath of Khan yeah. so good, and I think this is yeah. probably the only other one that actually acknowledges yeah. who these people are, and that's why I love. I it. think this would have been. This would be more effective if we hadn't watched Star Trek Five so recently. Well, because yeah. you remember how how incompetent yeah. they are in that and useless. Yeah. And basically, they should have all been caught martial. Yeah. They? You think, no, don't send them. They were terrible. But, yeah. yeah, they no, ruined the whole. They ruined everything in that film. They ruined the ship. Yeah. The, how they interact with their mm. their supposed like they're supposed to be professionals in a certain. You know, yeah. yeah. Area I mean, of, maybe yeah. maybe I'm stating my kind of my opinion on this film too early but to me i think you should just watch wrath of khan and then watch this and i think that those two together make such a like a brilliant mm. kind of pairing and it, i think it yeah. would yeah. totally make sense if you just watch wrath of khan and then just watch this i think that would be well yeah you know and i, I really liked i like, missed anything right no and i just really liked the kind of like you know spock for the first time yeah spock is basically he's an arrogant dickhead isn't he because he just goes well i'll send kirk kirk will be fine with it and kirk's like but they killed my son. Why am I going to want to go out and help the Klingons? He yeah. doesn't, you know, he's, and I think that whole, you know, it's quite t- a heavy. on prejudice, which is yeah. the main theme of this. Yeah, exactly. Right? And this is what Star Trek does. And yeah. also it's quite a heavyweight kind of, like you say, it's very cobble, but it's quite a heavyweight political. It's a, there's big stakes from the off. It's not a small stakes yeah. thing. It's the yeah. extinction of an entire race who are the biggest enemies you know, so I, I I think it's a good setup. I know what you mean about the energy is a bit weird, but uh... but also it kind of it kind of uh, juxtaposes to what the TV series is doing, where they're kind of more futuristic mm. in their thought, yeah, and they're very, opinions, yeah. uh, you know, they're they're very nice to all of the races, and they they you know they're showing that of like Kirk's era, they're a little bit more prejudiced, mm. aren't they, and a little bit yeah. more. Um, yeah. We hate the Klingons. We hate. You know, because they're enemies. Yeah. Well, also, um, like, when you see Sulu's ship at the beginning, everyone's just a white human, pretty much, mm. which I was a bit, oh, yeah, like, yeah. shocked at. Cause I was like, well, I thought they're supposed to be, like, even... The a- Federation isn't particularly multicultural. No, no, it's I mean, not. Starfleet. Like, yeah, and then I was almost like, oh, is this a deliberate... Are they done this There's deliberately? There's a few token aliens in there if they want to get a particular gag in. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh yeah, so they're, they basically set off in the Enterprise. There's this new um, character on the bridge um, called Kim Lieutenant Valeres <laughs> by King Cottrell yeah. of uh, Sex and the City fame. Yeah. Uh, this was before she was sleeping around in the city. <laughs> uh, that was meant to be um, 
what's her name um, from Cheers, you know? Oh, Kirstie Alley. Oh yeah, that yeah, character. She'd been already back. in. She'd been in that, right? All yeah, this. they wanted to bring they wanted to bring her character back, but yeah, um, yeah. she wouldn't do it. But Kim Cattrall yeah. wouldn't do it if it was that character. Yeah, that's what I heard. She wanted a new character, but also, yeah. Uh, right, yeah, you Makes know, sense. spoilers for the film. That actually would have been pretty bad if it had been the same character, don't you think? Wouldn't you have felt more yeah. annoyed if it had been the same character? At- well, I yeah, think it would have been good, though, because it would have, they could have, yeah. you know, explained why her views had changed and why she was doing it. Yeah, it would have been a better fall from Grace. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so then there's all this chat of, like, this new generation replacing, you know, the old crew, Spock, you know, setting her up as his replacement. Mm. Um, and then they um, they rendezvous with the ship transporting the Klingon Chancellor, mm. uh, the Kronos One, which is kind of like Air Force One, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, of with Gorkon on board. Yeah, Gorkon. It's weird that and they. He... He's a good actor, but it's weird that they cast him again after being in. Uh, is it five? He's in. He's in one of them. And he's also cast again. He's in. Um, do you remember the Next Generation episode with the lights? There are four lights. Oh God, is he in that yeah, one? He's in that one. He plays the yeah, yeah. He's the, yeah. He's the Cardassian general in that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. He's in. He's in Star. He's in the Final Frontier as uh, uh, John Talbot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's weird that they would cast him again. He's a good actor. I'm not saying he's not Keep a good actor, him. but yeah. why cast yeah, the same I guess person? He's got a lot of makeup on. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, the Shakespearean. Uh, I guess. He, I don't know whether he's set up as an antagonist at this point. He's we're still getting a lot of the prejudice from. Basically, this crew on the Enterprise are the most undiplomatic people <laughs> you could ever yeah. send. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's, it's such a bad idea. Yeah. yeah, they are the worst. Yeah, uh, it would be the equivalent of sending, well, literally someone who's been rooking with them for the last mm. yeah thirty years. Uh, Shatler's complexion is so leathery. <laughs> I've written down here. Uh, so they basically he invites them over for dinner. And uh, an interesting feature to notice in the um, the set of the bridge is they've gone for the next <laughs> the sliders design. Sorry. Oh, right. Okay. No, sorry. I thought you were mentioned the, the way they've got like, all the sliders, like the, the analog. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. They're not sliders. The, well, it's a mix a weird... between the the... Akudagram, as they're called, because they're designed by a guy yes. called Akuda, and yeah. these like still physical controls. But what I was going to say is the clock. There's like a LED oh, red yeah. clock, yeah. and it's in so many shots, and it's perfectly <laughs> in sync. Like I don't know how they did it, unless oh, it was wow. a post thing. Because, but that would have added like a lot of extra work for nothing much to get that right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the continuity is spot on. Like, and it's quite complicated because it shows the whole continuity through the evening, how things happened. Yeah, and there's this clock over the view screen, and in certain shots, like over people's shoulders, and it's perfectly in sync. It's just mad why you'd include a clock like that. Yeah. Um, strange, yeah. Yeah, so basically the Klingons beam over and there's this big, like, reveal as they, like, materialise uh, and they meet up and there's some little gags in there, I guess. Um, Chris Plummer says, I've always wanted to meet you and Shatner goes, 
I don't know how to take that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's pretty good, Chang. I like Chang. I thought he was a great. I tell you what, Shatner's pretty good as well. Right? Oh yeah, they're all. I mean, good. they're good. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. they're all good. They're all, they've all got their characters nailed down by yeah. this point. It's just so good just to watch this cast like do mm. their thing. Yes, yeah. it's, it's it's also one of the few of the films that actually does give them all something to do, doesn't it? Oh like, yeah, it's very. Said quite yeah. a lot of them. Well, where... I'll get. I, I don't know about that, but um, I think it's quite equally weighted. Yeah. Well, there's still more on the three main ones, but at least you are getting a bit I of... I find it Spock telling everyone, explaining to everyone what's going on for the rest of the film. Yeah. Like, they're is, all going, yeah. why not simply vaporise them? Like, literally, he's <laughs> telling everyone what he's... You know, he's the only one who's got any sort of understanding of what's going on. Yeah. And yeah. explains but... it to everyone. But if you think, though, that if originally he was classified and the rest of them were all like chess masters and taxi drivers, yeah, it yeah. kind of makes sense that he's the only competent <laughs> one left, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to send the flagship, which is re- literally yeah. helmed by <laughs> taxi drivers. and yeah. 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 So basically they have this banquet and there's all this philosophical talk about the Federation, multiculturalism, cultural exchange and mm. integration, history, prejudices... They keep spouting off, literally, the whole film, you've got these literary little quotes mm, from books. Yeah. Which they go too far with it. Really, yeah. I don't really mind all that. I don't quite like get on that. Your the, 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 the climax and every line the Klingon's saying is like, yeah. let's sit the dogs of but war and all this sort of though, stuff. It's it? a bit... He's supposed to be mad, like a mad villain. Like, that is kind of, you know... Yeah. But they've gone so hard on this literary sort of thing, yeah. like well, the title of the film and... Well, okay, here's my analysis of that. I would say okay. that uh, maybe it was subconscious. They didn't really realise it. I would say there's quite a lot of instances in this film uh, where cultural reappropriation is mentioned. Mm. So the fact that the Klingons say, "Oh, you, you know, you need to hear Shakespeare in the original Klingon or whatever it is." The fact that yeah. um, Spock says there's a, a Vulcan thing, yeah, Vulcan phrase that you, only Nixon could go to China. He then also mm. says that he's a relative of um, uh, Sherlock Holmes Sherlock later Holmes. on, which could be from his human side. But uh, but mm. again, you yeah. could see that as this kind of reappropriation, this kind of like cultures stealing from mm. other cultures which is also quite yeah, a big yeah. part of racism uh and a yeah. kind of an issue of racism and how we are all mm. influenced by other cultures and it's mm. good to be influenced but if you just rip from them and you don't admit the influence and that's mm. bad and i kind of saw all this shakespeare stuff i kind of i read it as being like a, an element of yeah. that so yeah i mean maybe that's a bit yeah. highbrow but i was well they su- they subtly do what they kind of dig w- did with a sort of a heavy blow in discovery Mm. where they're talking about the Federation just sucking up other cultures yeah. and people losing their culture. Yeah. And the Klingons get pissed off with that in Discovery yeah. and they start the Klingon War yeah. because they don't want to be sucked up by the Federation because yeah. they see it as like an amorphous, you know, you know, it's globalisation we're talking about. Yeah. Here. And so, also the fact that, Interesting. Yeah, and all the fact that the Enterprise crew are a bunch of old people whose adventures were... White, old white Yeah, men. well, and even Uhura, like, you know, they are, multi, they are multi... You know, like, they are multi-ethnic, you know, from different... They're from different countries within... But they're all in... But the fact... Yeah. I think it's quite interesting that... Uh, a cast that at the, in the 60s or when Star Trek first came out was seen as this kind of groundbreaking. Mm. Oh my God, there's like a Russian guy, there's a Scottish guy, mm. all this. It, like for mm. them to be the racists is almost kind of mm. like an interesting idea because, but it it's is, also yeah. believable because what they've gone through, why wouldn't they be like that? Mm. They've seen a lot of shit mm. 
and a lot of it has so much of the time as yeah. well. They would be sort of facing up to the fact that they are the old breed. Yeah, they're dying out. In, yeah, in, they're the dinosaurs yeah. of the federation. Yeah. Mm. So anyway, my uh, excellent, excellent stuff though, thank, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Do you, uh, Good analysis. Thank you. Do you want to know mm. the contents for the food props of the dinner scene? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, they were spaghetti, hard-boiled Klingon egg. Uh, unspecified. Oh, in real. So you're yeah, this is the real. No, this is the real to. props. Uh, the props for making that thing was hard-boiled Klingon egg, uh, unspecified flour. Klingon flowers. egg ain't a real thing, though, is it? Well, no. Okay, we're like, like you know, egg. make an egg that looks like a Klingon. <laughs> egg. That's a prop. Okay. Uh, unspecified <laughs> yes, okay. flower species. Uh, chicken a la king. Blue Kool Aid for the Romulan ale and a plastic sperm whale. That was the. Uh, that was what the props were. Did you read about um, the food, um, the blue food and, and Shatner with this? No. That no. was, um, the, whatever the blue food was, they'd been told to eat it and it was so disgusting they wouldn't eat it. <laughs> and so they said, if you every bite you take, we'll give you $20. <laughs> he cleared his plate. But well, no, one, no one did it except Shatner, who made $240. Oh, my God. <laughs> of eating the blue and stuff. went back for seconds. Wow. Yeah. Were they all, oh, that's pretty... That's pretty sad that they're like, yeah, eat it, eat it, go on, eat, your, eat the food. It, 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 it says here as well on the Star Trek wiki that um, the first time he ate it, he turned to Maya, the director, and said, where's my 20? <laughs> so Maya had to, call, had to call cut on the shot. <laughs> so you, there's just like a... During the, during the take. It's brilliant. There's yeah, just like a runner with a stack of $20 bills just like handing them over each time. Like, Yeah. There's no money in the future. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, should we have another question? Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, which other captain of the Enterprise spent time incarcerated at Rura Penthu? Whatever it's called. Pente. Pente. Rura Pente. I'm going to give this to Sam because he's behind. Sam, do you know? I know it. Mm, I don't think so. Um, it's not of this. It's not of this same Enterprise. Yeah. Which captain? Captain. Mm. I'll say Picard. No, Chris, do you know it? Yep. Who is it? It's Quantum Leap Man from Enterprise. It's Captain Jonathan Archer. Yes, it is. Good. Well done. I did not watch that shit. (laughs) I think it's in the first step. It's in the pilot. Oh, okay. Yeah. You would have seen that. (sighs) Yeah. I think. Uh, Yeah, so basically diplomacy's out the window. They're Mm. not very good at doing dinner they're all pissed up on Romulan ale yeah uh, they send them on the way uh I think Spock's a little bit pissed off with them he seems like he's trying mm. here he's trying yeah. to make this work everyone else has got their own prejudices yeah not really giving a shit yeah I just I get that sort of yeah, he's on message the rest of them on no yeah um extremely undiplomatic considering that the Enterprise's primary remit is to mm. go and make first contact with yeah. potentially hostile races <laughs> yeah. and be friendly. You know what I mean? Like, that's their main shit. But again, it, I can't sh- remember which one we saw. Whatever film we saw, where in the end it turned out that... Well, there was one where... What's the one where they all get uh, court-martialed at the end? Is that Search for... Three. Is that, is that three? Or... No, it's where they go back in time, isn't it? 
Uh, but anyway, whichever, yeah. No, it's the end of the end of search for Spock, isn't it? They get court martialed. No, well, anyway, four. there was one of oh. them where they all got caught. They don't get hold of them until four. And I was pretty convinced that you could see the whole film as being no, no, no. It was no, sorry, the last film. It was Undiscovered Country where they send them out to mm. negotiate with the terrorists, don't they? Not Undiscovered Country. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one where they go to negotiate with the terrorists, and I was kind of convinced you could mm. see the whole film as that it was whoever sends them from Federation, mm. he was almost sending them because he knew they would fuck it up. Oh, yeah, And he wanted yeah, yeah, them to yeah, all yeah, die. But you could almost see the Not same thing yeah. in this, that they almost knew that they were going to fuck it up. So they decided to send them deliberately because they're so expendable, because they're so old and crap and who cares. Mm. That it's almost like, well, we can just lose all these people. It doesn't really matter if they mm. cause... And, you know, spoilers, mm. we, they want it to be a war anyway. So... Maybe they've de- been yeah. deliberately sent to muck it all up because anyone who yeah. was a bit more on the ball, yeah. like Sulu, would have not let this happen. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so uh, so they're all pissed up after dinner and then the Klingon ship is fired on. Mm. Uh, basically, there's this little sequence where... They keep getting hit by torpedoes and it's they think it's the Enterprise. Um they lose their gravity on the Klingon ship, which is quite interesting. Oh, it's great that I love this bit. Um, yeah. Um Yeah, it's 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 a bit of a strange, right? there's a I guess there's a number of ways where this conspiracy would be foiled straight away in like Star Trek, because, you know, they did yeah. know that the Enterprise wasn't shooting at them. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, so then there's two people in spacesuits beam on board to the uh, Klingon ship and shoot the Chancellor. Yeah. Um I think it's really well done this scene. I think it's shot really nicely. With yeah. All the people floating about yeah. like they're just like going through just like blowing people away. It's quite kind of gruesome. Yeah, it's yeah, quite yeah. gory. Um and quite nasty. And you get the CG CG pink blood. Yeah. Yep. I think this is so it could get a certain age rating yeah, in this film. Yeah, definitely. Yeah? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so the assassins go on board, shoot the Chancellor, then leave. Then the uh, General Chang gets control of the ship and turns to attack the Enterprise. The Enterprise surrenders. Kirk and Bones beam over to try and save the Chancellor. Bones is a crap doctor and doesn't know anything about Klingon anatomy, even though they've been interacting, yeah, fighting. Yeah, strange. Basically dealing with the Klingons for his whole career. Yeah. I mean, this and the bit bit later on with the translator in the books. Yeah, both just like, no, This no. doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. And that bit's worse with the books. Yeah. But, yeah. Which bit's that? But, you know, when they're trying to translate the Klingon thing, oh, yeah, they're trying to pretend they're a ship. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That yeah. No, that makes sense. No, he no, doesn't. They know dumb. how to. They know Klingon, no, wouldn't they? That's dumb. I don't. That's I dumb. don't think they would. Because they have they universal would. translators. No, that, no. I think at least the would. I know. think that's yeah, a whole job. She should know. She should know. That bit, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, she, totally. Yeah, I've got. I've got notes on her later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So basically, he fucks up. Klingon dies, um, and they're arrested. Yeah. And in the meantime, uh, shit hits the fan with the Klingons. Uh, news gets out. The president's pissed off. Mm. The Klingons are now lobbying for war. They want to have a quick, easy yeah. fight with the why they still can. Um, 
yeah. Should we do another question? I was just going to say there's a bit where Kim Cattrall's like, oh, I think it's sabotage. And in my head, I just said, I was just in my head, I was like, if this was now, they'd have played that fucking Beastie Boys song at that point. <laughs> like, this is another y'all, it's a sabotage. I was like, yeah, that, yeah. They've, really, they've really ruined that song, Star Trek. Well done. Yeah, well done for they have. Yeah, that they have. Um, okay, another question. I have to say, Chris is storming ahead at the moment. So again, we'll give this one to yeah. Sam. Who is communications okay. officer on the Excelsior? Um, oh, to Pow. No. Chris? Oh, shit. I know it. I know the name. How, how do you know it? How do you get communications officer on the Excelsior? Because it's covered in the Voyager episode, isn't it? And, oh, right. Uh, is it something like... It sounds like Valeres. No. It's not Valeres, because that's the other... Uh, is it, does it help either of you if I say she served as yeoman in the original series? Oh, it's the woman. Yeah, it's the woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking of the wrong guy. I'm thinking of Oh, yeoman, yeoman Rand. It is Rand. Yes, well done. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Good one. Sam got it. She's, she actually appears in Star Trek Three when the damaged Enterprise is coming in. She's watching it through the window. Oh. Is it the actual, the same actor? Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's nice. That's a good, good uh, little. Uh... He died recently, yeah. I think. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So the uh, basically they get sent down to court, and you get this whole Klingon court sequence, which is quite interesting. I like how it starts in Klingon and it switches to English. Yeah. That's quite yeah, cool. It's really, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And they have to listen through these translators. So basically, in Star yeah. Trek lore, everyone's got an internal like microchip, which is your universal translator. Oh. And that's what allows two people to talk to each other. Mm. Um, now, I assume when you get arrested, you that gets pulled out, um, turned off. Yeah. So then now they're using these little hand things. Mm. Isn't it that the ship is doing it like? Like there's multiple reasons yeah it but then it doesn't explain how two people like on a just talk, talk to each other mm. yeah. yeah 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 i think it's a chip or it's on the com badge or something anyway yeah. it's, it's a nice thing anyway isn't it? that little yeah. switch that little switch is nice yeah yeah mm. and also uh, shot really well this whole lot the, the black looking down and stuff like that it's really beautiful yeah. shot all these shit scenes in the, in the court yeah and you get you get to see a little bit of the klingon culture which they're in the tv series they're going more and more into and it's really interesting side which they mm. cover in the tv series yeah mm. like it they really flush out like who the klingons are and it's quite interesting do you, and do you know who the, the uh, klingon translating chang's words into english is no, no. It's Klar, the renegade captain from the previous Star Trek V, The Final Frontier. Though it's not said ah. in the film, several sources state the character's been demoted to translating duty due to his un- oh. as punishment for oh, attacking wow. Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like quite a intellectual role for someone who... <laughs> <laughs> it's probably oh, yeah, just... Klingons... It's probably the just... Klingons, like, intellectual roles are probably, like, the worst roles, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, rather go well, for yeah, warrior. maybe. Yeah. I was going to come on to this, because Worf's grand, great, uh, well, great-grandfather yes. or grandfather granddad, is the yeah, lawyer. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I like that. Brilliant little cameo. Great touch. Doesn't seem like, a, you know, a very, you know, war-worthy, for a war-worthy race, uh, it shows, being a lawyer. Yeah, no, I guess. They were also going to... I read as well, they were also going to have mounts... From Star Trek Three, uh, appearing as one of Chang's witnesses, answering questions about Kirk's mm. killing of the Klingon crew from that film, but it was uh, okay. it was dropped. But that would have been pretty cool if that they yeah, really yeah, really yeah. referenced all the times that they've like fucked up Klingons. That'd be good. Yeah, they should do. Yeah, yeah. should have done that. Yeah, that would have been good. Uh, 
Yeah, so that's a nice little scene. There's absolutely no evidence produced to the court. It's, it's literally a yeah a show trial. Yeah, uh, doesn't make any sense. But they're sent to the gulag. Yeah, uh, of Ruripente. Yeah, uh, which is a cool name actually, isn't it? Mm. And then um, yeah, so and then back on the Enterprise, they're trying to figure out how can they get them off, and how and they, they basically come. Well, yeah, and how that how they fired torpedoes without firing torpedoes. Yeah, so uh, he quotes Sherlock Holmes in the sense of, well, there must have been a, sh- a cloaked ship there that fired on them, mm. um, which in the Star Trek world is seen as a bit of a super weapon, I guess. Yeah, because yeah. you could always either be cloaked or you could fire for some reason. You can't yeah. do both. Hmm. Um, I thought it's quite good at this point when they say, "Oh, we have to tell everyone," and then Scotty, which is quite surprising, that it's him that says it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Yeah, but we yeah. can't tell them because then we'll sound like mad conspiracy theories." Yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah. yeah, because it's like and we're against them anyway, and then we start saying it was them that even killed them. That's even more stupid. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So it's quite like they've uh, kind of thought about that as a plot. Like that's quite well, you know, mm. thought out. And there seems to be like no chain of. It's like again, they're not using. I don't think they could have done this in the new era because the computer records and everything would actually exonerate the lot of them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it, they, basically their relationships with computers are not what no. we come to learn Star Trek <laughs> should be. No. Um, we see a little space kitchen <laughs> yeah. on the enterprise. Yeah. You've got big chickens on the side. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Basically, and guns are kept in a little yeah. cupboard. <laughs> yeah, yeah so next to the salt are the guns. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's got that, when they vaporise uh, that pot and there's just like the, the that, that actress yeah. just has this great like, fuck you face. Like it's just such a, <laughs> like it's such a kind of bit of like proper acting of like, I've got to make that potato yeah. again now. You can't. Yeah, it's like, why could you not have just said that point? Yeah. Did you really need to destroy <laughs> yeah, the like, meal out of making? Yeah, that's kind of a hint that it's not quite right with that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so replicators have, aren't really standard no, on this show, no, yeah, no, even though no. they have been established in, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. They just like the uh, taste of a real chicken, obviously, don't they? And mashed potato. <laughs> I want to uh, see the deck where they're keeping the chickens in the coop. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. The farm deck. Yeah, the farm the deck. Farm yeah. deck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, I want to see the slaughter deck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tiny little phases that they like used to like yeah. slice their heads off or something. <laughs> yeah. And basically, Nimo is explaining to everyone else everything. While the rest yeah. of the crew are completely clueless. Yeah. They keep running into this kitchen set like it's a sitcom. Mm. Like different ones of them come from different doors. Yeah, that is quite funny. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just really, yeah, it's quite fun. They know what they're doing. Mm. And then we're back on Ruapente. Kirk and Bones having a shit time. They have a little chat between themselves. And there's a realisation of Kirk's prejudice against the Klingons. Mm. Um... Yeah. Iman turns up. Iman turns up, yeah, they meet Iman. Mm. Yeah, who's yeah, that this uh Is it established at this point she's a shapeshifter? No? Not yet, no, no it's when they're getting yet. away and they're escaping yeah, and they, yeah. they do that. Yeah. yeah, so they they find they make a little friend which happens to be uh like a, a model. <laughs> yeah. Or uh David Bowie's wife. Yeah. Oh right, okay. 
Yeah. Um, I love as well how yeah. Bones mentions he was three months before retirement yeah. during this scene. It's like, yeah, no. that's such a kind yeah. of like, is he in the wrong film? He's like, he thinks he's in a cop film. Like, yeah. I was going to retire, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is totally mad. Mm. And yeah, and then we have a little, we have a little uh, cut back to Sulu on to keep him, his little storyline going on the Excelsior Little cameo from Christian Slater. Do, do you know why? Yes. Do you know why he got that cameo? Yeah. His mum was the casting director. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. And also, he got. To, um, he also says he got to wear trousers made for uh, Shatner in Wrath of Khan. Oh, brilliant! He was a massive Star Trek fan, wasn't he? That that was the yeah why he lobbied for it. I think yeah. his mum. Yeah. It's kind of a long line of celebrity cameos. Yeah, it's, which it's kind of weird now, and it's weird how Sulu's just like, yeah, fuck off, right? Like, he's, he's really rude to him yeah, as well, know, isn't he? Is. He's just like, yeah, right, I know. He's a real hard ass, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he's he great. He's yeah. any oh, shit from anyone. Yeah. And because he like, also, like, he runs the shit with, like, his silence is all he needs, isn't it, to, like, yeah. knock someone down. He's got... He's, he's definitely he's, got uh, that, yeah, like that samurai yeah. sort yeah. of uh, oh, master feel to him. Like, yeah. Don't hear him problems, mister. <laughs> uh yeah i've got he's a hard captain uh then we and then Chekhov finds klingon blood on the transporter mm. again this computer has to break down someone's dna and then rematerialize them mm. on an in on the thing you think at least there'd be a little pop-up on screen saying <laughs> there's matter left. yeah we've got human dna here yeah. and we've got some klingon dna here you know, uh, WTF? Like, what's Chekhov's role in this film? Like, what's his actual job? Yeah, incompetence. He's quite useless, isn't he? He's kind of. He's cakes he just... in makeup on that scene as well. Yeah. Like, you could see it. Like, he's like shit Sherlock Holmes, isn't yeah. he? They never get given proper roles, though. Him and Sulu normally. No, no, uh, they were hell, then... weren't they? But now yeah. they're just like whatever needs. There's doing. one film where it starts and they're literally just fucking around in the in the. Uh, oh yeah, forest, right? Yeah, they're off That's on. Five, uh, yeah, they're they? off yeah. on. Yeah, the little. They're made to be complete jokers in that film. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the shoe mm. gag. Yeah. They think they've found their man. But yeah. no, is he? He's not it's human. Poor. Yeah. He's it's got really strange poor. feet. Yeah. Still walks around barefoot on the ship, which is. It's one of those terrible. I hate gags where they just assume everyone in the film's looking through a camera like we are. Yeah. You yeah. know, like no one's looked down. I hate things like that where it's like makes absolutely no sense. Yeah. You know. He'd be totally aware of that guy was not. Yeah, because yeah, because unlike us, he's got full vision, hasn't he? We're, he's not in a sixteen nine lens like we yeah. are. So he just looks yeah, down yeah. and goes, "Oh, you've got weird feet." Yeah, and shouldn't the Federation have spacesuits which could be used by well, they're races, multiple they? races, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just another way that they uh, yeah. oppress the foreigners. Yeah, the boys try and escape from prison with the help, um, of yeah, with the help, and uh, they go up a lift. They there's a but she's a big monster now. She gets out of her chains. Um, then the Enterprise goes, heads into Klingon territory to rescue them, mm. uh, sets off the alarms, have to talk to the Klingons. Yeah, this bit was Uhura yeah, bad. could operate a computer a lot easier yeah. if her nails weren't so fucking long. <laughs> right? But also, it's just this whole thing with the books, yeah. getting the books out. It's... See, for me, I think this makes sense. no. No. I know she should know Klingon because she is supposed to be a linguist. And in the new JJ films, they make Uhura like a linguistic expert, mm. right? Yeah. She she, actually... yeah. she objected to it. 
but she was overruled by the director who just thought it was funny so he just said I want this in right so I think it makes sense no because... it was so dumb it was just this was this was a bit where I thought you've, you're falling back into like the previous film's territory the bad bits like the bad it, yeah. bits like yeah. oh ha ha look they've all got a... and then the really yeah. weird bit because also uh, the way like because uh, the way Scott is there as well, like the chief engineer yeah. on the bridge reading the Klingon dictionary. It's so yeah. like a broad <laughs> all the books it? out. Yeah, and it's <laughs> yeah. so odd because when the Klingon laughs, they all look, and then this this random extra just goes, "Come on, like laugh, everyone laugh," and like makes oh, them yeah, laugh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's all that saves yeah. them. If they hadn't laughed at that point, I was like, "Who's in charge yeah. here?" Like, well, it's that woman. It's yeah. that random extra seems to be in charge. <laughs> like it's really I, yeah. this bit did annoy me quite a lot. I just thought it's that's the same woman who plays gag. the doctor's assistant on uh, Next Gen. How is it? Oh, mm, that woman. Um, so, person who plays what? Sorry, she plays Beverly Crusher's. Uh, assistant. Oh, oh Nurse Agawa. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she actually appears in uh, First Contact. Oh, wow. Mm. As the same character uh, or like. No, 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 as Nurse. She'd be as Nurse Agawa. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's probably her grandmother. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the shapeshifter takes uh, Shatner's shape. Mm it gets and a that bit... whole little sequence where Shatner kisses himself yeah. and wants also to fight him. Gets a bit homophobic, doesn't it? Like, oh, yeah. oh, I kissed yeah. you. Oh, you're a you're a man. No, he loves oh. himself. Yeah, yeah. This, this 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 is a sagging set. I like this film a lot, but this section it's is cool. a sag. This is a this gets yeah. a bit crap. Yeah. This bit you kind of wade through this the, bit. I'd say you figure out there's a whole conspiracy going on. They were paid to be knocked off. All yeah. that. The Klingons turn up and are about to. As you're going to die anyway, why not tell yeah. you? <laughs> and they're beamed up. I like that effect, though, where they're shooting like their phaser beams through the... As they're being beamed up. Yeah. And it oh, like, yes. flares yeah. the camera. That's quite good. Mm. Yeah. you think that would fuck you up, though, wouldn't you? Like, as you're, <laughs> yeah. like, de- dematerializing... Mm. Yeah, you get, like, beam, laser And then when you rematerialize, your you're, like, completely... Have, like, like, holes missing, like Swiss cheese. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... Yeah. Do you want to have another question at this point? Okay. Getting, Do it. All right. Cru- so we've through. still got one, two, three, four, five more questions. So here we go. How okay. many, I guess, uh, give this one to Chris. Give Chris this one. How many native Klingon speakers are there on Earth in real life? Native oh. Klingon speakers. On <laughs> Earth. Native? Native Klingon speakers on Earth. What, you mean they are Klingon? A- actual Klingons. In real life, Yes. <laughs> I have qualification um, for the answer on this, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, so Maybe there's a university somewhere It does it. Native. Native. Remember the word native. Why do you keep saying native? <laughs> <laughs> How many? They can't be native, can they? Well, Tam, why do you keep saying native? They can't be native. Well, that mean they're Klingon. Well, no, Klingons okay, yeah, they can't be native, but I think that's an important element. Anyway, how many? It's a number. <laughs> Guess a number. You mean um, the first language is Klingon? Yeah. I would say a thousand. A thousand. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sam? I'm going to say 12. Right. It's one. A boy was raised <laughs> with his father only oh speaking God. to him in Klingon. That's what I mean, oh that he God. grew up with Klingon as his first language. That's that's child abuse. That is child abuse, it's, yeah. It's pretty mucked up, but... So who wins? Oh, no, I guess they Sam it. gets they, that, because he was some, nearer. Some places in Wales, they do similar things, though, don't they? Because they only know Welsh. At least Welsh is an actual language. <laughs> yeah, Welsh is Sounds a bit more use, useful than Klingon. 
yeah. a bit more. Welsh is a bit more glottal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I wasn't being racist, no. so don't. Do you want another question? Yeah, it's yeah. All right. Uh, I'll give this to Chris as well. William Shatner got his first big break in the 1950s when working as an understudy in Henry V when the lead was sick. Who was the understudy for? Um, did it say what party he was playing? Uh, I think it's the main. I think it was the lead, actually. It's Henry V. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the lead. He'd be a yeah. bit young, wouldn't he? Uh, you pass it over. Uh, yeah, go on. You know, this? I think I know this. Yeah, it's Christopher Plummer. Isn't yes, it? well done. Oh, yeah. Sam's got nice. in the lead yeah. now. I read that while reading about the yeah. film. But they had great chats while they were spouting yeah. cl- uh, Shakespeare. Cling on Shakespeare. Yeah. It's <laughs> yes, three more questions. Um, Do you, we, 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 we save some up. Save them up. All right, we're getting to the um, to the climax so, of the film anyway. So they're yeah. approaching the the Enterprise is appro- in in enemy territory, mm. and Scott is having a cup of tea whilst looking at some <laughs> paper plans of the Enterprise. It's so weird that scene. Yeah, in a massive you think room you just by like, himself, and they're not even that technical. Like it's literally no. like a drawing of the Enterprise. <laughs> he's just looking at. It's like he's like sneaked off, isn't it? Because he just like yeah. can't you cope with like it anymore. It's like porn to him, like the Enterprise. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he's forgotten what it, what's going on, you know. He just yeah. had to go and remind himself. So basically, they lay a little trap. He finds some suits and they lay a little trap for Valeres and Spock uh, stitches her up in the med bay as she goes to try and kill the uh, witnesses to her plot. It's a good, I think it's and a good, like, twist, don't you think? It's great. It's great. Yeah. It's a good little, and it's good how he deals with it, mm. logic and all that. Yeah. Mm. And then basically to get, the other information out of her Spock like head rapes her and yeah. uh, gets the co-conspirators names and he uses his uh, Vulcan mind meld mm. which is looks quite invasive see and I yeah. I think because this seems like a bit controversial isn't it and I think that like I don't think I think like he didn't want to do it and all stuff like that but I think it's quite yeah. important mm. this scene I think it's kind of like because ultimately you're right all Spock's done all all of this film is just tell people mm. off and like, oh, I'm right. And I think everyone needs to have kind of like, I think he needs to have a moment where he kind of like, he does something a bit mucked up steps as well. Yeah, he steps over the line. I think that's kind of, I think it's good that it's and him also, that does And also they it. are like in a military environment. Like yeah, she yeah. is, she is under like some sort of martial law, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, he can do, they, they can shoot her if they want to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Need, well, I don't know. Can they? I don't know. Uh, it so, reminded me of you know in Starship Discovery. I love how whenever um, what's her name, Michael, Burnham. what's her name, Burnham gets into a fight, mm. she's always trying to go in for the Vulcan uh, nerve pinch thing. <laughs> yeah, and like there's loads of like if you see, they're always like trying to like push her off before she gets to the pinch. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Which is more of that right? Because she's human. I thought it was like a thing that only cling. Uh, yeah, me Vulcans too. Can do. Yeah, me too. Else, wouldn't we all just learn it as standard? Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't it be like literally standard yeah. in like the Federation? That's true, actually, yeah. 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 Like that would be like a martial art that you learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The Excelsior tells them where the conference is. Mm. Uh, 
very vague positional information coming from Sulu is in the Alpha <laughs> Quadrant. Now, yeah, if, you know know. Anything, if you know anything about like Star that Trek, me. that's yeah. basically narrowed down to a quarter of the galaxy that yeah. he's in. I love it. So you're, and so two, you're two of them you're, quarters haven't been like even yeah. uh, ex- like explored yet. Yeah, thanks, Sulu. You're in the known galaxy. <laughs> that's, that's real help. We Brilliant are currently line. in the galaxy. Yeah. It will take us 12 hours to get to you. <laughs> yeah. And, and also, like, this is Next Generation's out, so they've definitely established the, the four quadrants. Absolutely. So how did that get through? It starts how, at the beginning where he says the same thing. He goes, we've been mapping gaseous anomalies in Alpha Quadrant. <laughs> it's terrible. I can't believe yeah. no one said, you know, hang on a minute. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Basically, that's pretty bad. Uh, And then there's this basically a space battle over the Kitima talks. So there's this talks going on between the Klingons and the Federation. The Federation delegation seems to include multiple races of the Federation. Mm. There also seems to be Romulans there, which is a bit strange. Yeah. Because Mm. they're like a third power in all this, which are... They're normally evil, aren't they? They seem to... They're always evil. Yeah, yeah. and they, they seem to have a, like a diplomatic relationship with both the Klingons yeah. and the... Which it's isn't it? isn't yeah. reflected in anything else. They're always... They always seem to be the, th- you know, the other mm. threat. Yeah. And also, if the heads of government of these organisations are on the surface of a planet, you'd think they'd be like a starship at least in orbit. In orbit, yeah. 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 Like as a guard ship or like how did they even get there? It's a secret mission. You think they don't need a guard ship. <laughs> well, you just you think there'd be like a fleet above, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. A mixed fleet maybe. I don't know. But it's very strange. So basically Is it Kitama a great word though? Sorry. Kitama yeah. is a great. Like I love the Kitama Accords is a really satisfying yeah. thing to say, isn't it? That's really <laughs> yeah. nice. And that's referred to in all the TV series. All through it, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. actually quite an important moment, this. It is, yeah. In Star Trek history. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a good bit and... of editing. It's good pacing where you've got, like, they're looking for the ship. There's a, you know, you've got the kind of... The, it's yeah. a very um, traditional political thriller where you've got, like, the assassin, like, building his gun and his yeah. little perch and all that. Yeah. But again, security <laughs> is gubbins, <laughs> yeah. right? Cool, yeah. Yeah, like, they obviously literally... just thought if they keep it a secret, that's all they needed to do. That was it. No, he just had it in a suitcase, so it meant they didn't they didn't search bags. <laughs> they didn't do a bag uh, search, yeah. Very basic. Yeah. yeah. It's my sandwiches. And Go through. Go through. <laughs> the Excelsior turns up, basically, so the Enterprise and Excelsior are literally having like a fight above this <laughs> this conference, which is the like equivalent of the G eight summit. Yeah. So imagine, right, there's a like a battle going on above the summit. And no one in the summit goes, maybe we should go down to the bunker. <laughs> Mate, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> literally one of these torpedoes could land on our asses at any point yeah. Yeah. from space and take out the whole fucking thing. Because I think a torpedo is supposed to be like 10 nukes or something. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, uh, security is pretty shit. In- 
essentially anyone can beam into this room as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah, that's there. Yeah, that doesn't don't have like a <laughs> shield or whatever it is that stops beaming. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. Which we already know the Klingons have got. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> from, from the courtroom yeah. scene. And also would yeah. be a lot quicker way to assassinate someone. Beam in, shoot them, beam out. Like that's surely a good assassination technique. Or just drop a fucking torpedo on them. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> uh, yeah. so basically the Enterprise comes up with this well again, Spark has got all the all the uh, ideas. Mm. He wants to modify a torpedo. Oh, actually, I think Uhura has something, some input on this. Didn't yeah, she? they it's Uhura and yes, Spock. Yeah. Uh, according to George yeah. Takai, though, in his autobiography, in earlier drafts, it was Sulu that came up with the idea. But uh, oh, right. that might just be him but saying that. on a that. different ship, right? Yeah, yeah, but that might just be... That was when he was a taxi driver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did it back in the, uh, yeah, in his cab. Back in New York. New, 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 New uh, York. So it's quite a good battle scene. I do love the Excelsior, especially when it fires. It looks great. Yeah. Um, the great and basically saucer they section getting blown through. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But you know what? If it's shooting torpedoes cloaked, the shields are still up, right? On the Enterprise. and uh. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, so they managed to take out the bird of prey using this modified torpedo we get one little line from hamlet right at the end uh bang and uh yeah they beam down stop the assassin he splats onto the ground and as sam's already mentioned to me there is an alternative ending on the dvd one i've got they actually pull off a mask and he's human underneath what? it's admiral cartwright oh as, okay. as, because in the wide, you can see he's splattered onto the ground and there's blood everywhere, yeah. and it's clearly not pink blood <laughs> that they've already established in this film. And it's only ever seen in this film. Like, in all the rest of TV, yeah. Klingons have red blood. Oh, okay. Oh, that's weird. I there's been which... a slight explanation. Well, someone's, like, retroconned the explanation why. I've got yeah. for you, if you're interested. Mm. Go on, then. Uh, because they, those on that ship were, like, a ruling cast uh, and they okay. actually had like different <laughs> dna ridiculous <laughs> yeah not sure about that <laughs> you know that shot though of odo with the mask on off is that mm. is that the original version or is it not the original version i think it might be extended right because that's the vhs one that's why i'm that's on the watch dvd loads. i've got yeah weird but not on the blu-ray very odd mm. i think there's quite a few scenes on the dvd i've got which aren't what, on, the on anything else yeah so then they all basically save the world. They all gather for a lame, like, photo op on the... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's really weird. That's super weird. On, on the, like... Yeah. They get a bit of a and... slow clap as well, don't they? There's a bit of a kind of... Yeah. Like, they kind of do a bit of a, like... <laughs> These assholes yeah, again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. gives a real lame speech. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, basically, they all go back to their ship, and great timing by Starfleet Command... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, a message comes through. You've got to return to space stop <laughs> yeah. for re- decommit. So they literally just saved the galaxy. Yeah. yeah. Because of pure incompetence by everyone else. Yeah. And you've got to come back, you're fired. Um, they don't come back, they go off. And this is this I think it's a great ending though. Come on, like they just like You get a final yeah. Peter Pan yeah. fitting literary quote. Love it. As they head off into space, yeah, great shot of the Excelsior leaving as well at the end. I thought that mm. that looked. I mean, great. have they basically kidnapped the Enterprise? Yeah, I think they've shot. basically gone in a run again, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
They never really bring up the fact that they were like fugitives twice today in the yeah. stuff. But, um, and then it's like the weirdest credits ever where you see their actual signatures, which is so odd. Signing off. Yeah. It's such like, I hate that like wanking over the legacy of, of these yeah. characters. It's a bit weird. It's so unnecessary, yeah. It's very, um, yeah. yeah. I've just Googled this thing about the cuts. Mm. The, the theatrical cut, which I guess is what I watched, mm. uh, was not released commercially in English until 2009. So all the home video version, DVD versions, all that extended oh. one. Yeah, and then for some good. reason the Blu-ray they've gone back to the theatrical hmm. that's oh, weird right. isn't it okay. weird yeah. uh, right final questions okay so currently the score is two to Chris three to Sam so next one's Ooh. a uh, see who can get nearer Chancellor Gorkon's ship <laughs> a Katinga class battlecruiser held how nice. many Klingon warriors Chris gets the first guess I th- I don't think it's that many. I think it's um I think it's like 150. Sam. I'm going to say 3000. <laughs> the answer is 800. So I'm uh, crap at maths who's nearer. Chris. Chris, Chris L, 800. That. Yeah, 800. Yeah. Okay. So they pack them in those Klingons. Yeah, pack them in. Uh Sam. Sardines. On which deck yes. of the Enterprise 1701A would you find the torpedo bay? I've got absolutely no idea. I don't know this deck stuff. Um, deck, <laughs> deck eighteen. Okay, it's probably on the Chris? wall, isn't it? Uh, maybe. Yeah, um, Chris, do you know what deck? There's twenty four total, right? Uh, yeah, there's twenty four decks total. I'd say something like deck ten. It's deck thirteen. So mm. I guess Chris is near again. It's halfway yeah. down, more or less, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Okay, Looking so it. here we go. Uh, so I don't know if I think this is a fair question because this is just a. But we'll, we'll, okay, well I'll give it to Sam. So then it will be it will be a, it would be a draw if Sam gets this. Which is longer, the US Enter the USS Enterprise seventeen oh one A or the World War Two US aircraft carrier USS Enterprise CV six? Which is longer? Uh, the Enterprise. Oh, it's the aircraft carrier. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, put, no, we meant the, the aircraft price. carrier. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, so Chris, Chris meant the space. <laughs> yeah. Chris wins. Chris wins. Very good. Good quiz, eh? Uh, no, it wasn't his best. But he's done I don't like, like all this technical shit. That's what Chris is like. That's I love some, the technical shit. Yeah, exactly. I want what, deep lore. Uh, okay. No, I want, I want like, to know what frequency the phases are. I'll feed no, that. Back. I want to know, like, all right, I'll feed who that is back. like Gorkon's granddad or something all like right, that. You know, deep lore. We've got plenty more Star Trek films to go. We'll be moving on to Next Generation. So, yeah. 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 Cool. Well, that pretty much wraps this movie up. Uh, So, initial thoughts, Sam? What's your rankings and all that? Uh, Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was was great fun. Um, I think, like Alex, it works alongside Star Trek 2 for me as kind of the other good, sensible, (laughs) old Star Trek film. I love 4, but 4 is ridiculous. Um, and I like how it does, like like you mentioned briefly as well, Chris, how it does bridge that gap to next generation. It's the only sort of old Trek that that feels like it's in the same universe as next gen for me. You know what I mean? Like it. Well, it unifies the world and makes exactly, them yeah. work together, right? Yeah, it, it, it's the only real attempt to bring them into the the whole yeah. world that exists afterwards. And that's that's you know that's my Star Trek. I don't like original Star Trek. So I like this era, like as well. Just yeah, the design. Yeah, I'd like them to set a series in this time, mm. you know, after 
Yeah. After in in prime universe, after original Star Trek, before Next Generation, would be a good time to do something. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, no. Overall, I was I would I would say probably the second best Star Trek film we've watched so far for me. Yeah. Cool. Alex. Yeah. No, I agree. I loved it. I thought it was great. I think as yeah, Rotha Khan is is better, but I think as the it's what to me it's what you want from a film version of a TV series. You want a bigger a bigger world, a bigger threat. You know, like a big, big high stakes, but you also want a development of the characters. And I do think mm. that, like Roth of Khan, this develops the characters. I think everyone in... I mean, yeah, Chekhov is a bit rubbish. Uhura's a bit rubbish. Scotty's a bit rubbish. I think Spock and Kirk and Sulu's characters all are developed. And Bones is always fun. But I think they, they do move those characters forwards in a way that it, it makes sense and is kind of like... You know, I think, yeah, Kirk's actually acting in this. Uh, he's, you know, there, mm. there is a... Yeah, and I think it's interesting, and I like how they deal with the kind of racism, and, you know, I think it's an interesting take on the Cold War and, yeah, on that racism that isn't really in Star Trek. Racism isn't really a... I mean, it, well, it is, there are episodes about it, but I think it's an interesting um, subject to kind of go into for such a, a big... I don't think we've seen this original cast... Uh, face up to any of the them sort of themes no. before. Normally, it's only in the TV. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, um, yeah, and that's yeah, yeah that's why cool. it works. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, ranking. So I would probably basic rankings. I'd probably put it under T two. So what's that? Twenty eight. Okay. Twenty eight. I'd go uh, a bit higher. I think. I um, was thinking twenty three below Dread and above Wally. Yeah, yeah. I'll go with that. I'm all right with that. Yeah. Because it's not an absolute stone cold classic, but it's a really good film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very watchable. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And actually, I think you could watch this film having not seen any Star Trek, and you could probably come away with an understanding of what Star Trek is. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, because like it doesn't dwell on like there's a line, isn't there? Uh, Spock says when he, about being dead, and he goes, "Oh, I didn't like it last time, whatever." But they don't dwell on all that stuff, do they? No, no. It doesn't like oh, if you don't get that, it doesn't matter. It's just no. one line. Yeah, whereas, I've yeah, been dead it, before. Whereas, like Star Trek Three, for instance, falls into that trap of like you've got to know inside out, otherwise it's nonsense. Yeah. Cool, brilliant. Well, thank you for that, gentlemen. Good um, work. Uh, before we go. Should we have we got to go in time or something now? We've got to go back in time to see what's next. Yeah, let's do that. Go. Hello again, back from the past, and it's the start of nostalgia season here on Science Hooray. Fiction Rating System because we love nostalgia. Who doesn't love a bit of nostalgia? Everyone. Apart from when it goes too far. People with disturbing pasts. Ooh. Oh dear. <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they don't like nostalgia yeah. so much. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we do. So we're watching for three weeks now. We're each going to choose a film and uh, from our childhood that we've maybe not seen in quite a while, and uh, I think it's time to reappraise. First up is Alex. So Alex, what film from your childhood have you picked, and why? Well, I have picked 1987 Arnold Schwarzenegger classic, The Running Man, oh, uh, no, I was because. Yeah, well, it's another the main. I, I love I love Arnie, and I watched a lot of Arnie films mm. as a kid. Uh, I haven't actually seen it for quite a while, so mainly it's my memories of it. Uh, but also, mm. it's relevant because it's set between 2017 and 2019, so it's actually like we can see what uh, in '87 they thought what they thought we were going to be. Uh, yeah, we were going to be doing. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. 
But yeah, have you got a synopsis? My, I have. Well, it's a Wikipedia synopsis. Yeah. Uh, so, very loosely based on the 1982 novel of the same title, written by Stephen King uh, under his pseudonym Richard Backman. When he was all, that's mm. when he was all freaked out about being famous, wasn't he? And he was like, "Oh no, yeah. one, everyone just reads my books because of my name. I'm going to put books under anyway, whatever." Uh, but then, like, the people f- worked out it was him reading yeah. it anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, book, yeah. Uh, the yeah. film's story, set in a dystopian United States between 2017 and 2019, is about a television show <laughs> called The Running Man, where convicted criminal runners must escape death at the hands of professional killers. Yeah, nice. Um, Chris, you've seen Running Man before? I yeah, assume. a long time ago. Long time ago, I've not seen it in a long time either. So let's Ooh, let's watch good. the trailer, re- reacquaint ourselves. Two thousand seventeen, an innocent man accused of a crime has a choice: hard time or prime time. Sensational, perfect contestant. I want him. He must pay or play the running man. On your mark. I'll be back. Rated TV show in history. Because they want us to stay. It's a game between life and death. Sweet. It must have been a long time since I saw that because I don't remember yeah. that at all. Really. I remember that ice hockey guy. I don't. It looked yeah, yeah. more. Yeah, more crazy. I remember the game like, show bit at the beginning, like where the before they go in. Yeah. Uh, What's that James Kahn film? Um, uh, Roll, Roll the Ball. Yeah. yeah. I've got that yeah. in as well. And it also remi- always reminds me of um, Super Smash TV. Yeah. Oh, you yes. Know, the, yeah. the game, because it's Great always game. like... Yeah, so yeah. kind of based on that, isn't mm. it? Well, the game oh, is definitely. very much ripped We should have done a yeah. double bill with yeah. this and uh, the um, the Jennifer Lawrence films. What are they called? Hunger yeah. Games. <laughs> Yeah. We watched that, haven't we? Yeah. We watched that. Yeah, we've done the first one. Yeah, this is better yeah. than Hunger Games. That's enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool, brilliant. So we're going back to Alex's Pass for that next week. Uh, yeah. Join us for that. For now, we'll go back to the future. Bye. I'll be the same. Okay, that was great. Um, <laughs> we <laughs> uh, before we go, I'll just draw your attention to we are doing some nostalgic films coming up, so we want to hear your ideas of nostalgic films. So just contact us. We're on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, sci-fi rating is our Twitter and Instagram handle. Um, our email is Alex Science Fiction Rating System at gmail dot com. Great classic email yep uh, yeah so uh, rate pass on the word share yeah, like, tell your send friends. comments Download. tell your friends tell yep. your yeah tell anyone your pets and email us your ideas mm. oh how, how how was the BAFTAs Chris oh it was great yeah uh, met Colin Trevorrow oh Trevorrow how do you say did he tell him his shit <laughs> Uh, Did you go, oh, thank God you're not on the Star Wars film anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can't comment, Chris is all gone up now. I've got a special guest, Colin Chia. <laughs> <laughs> He's in from LA. Colin, you shit. Choice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Coogan as well, which is quite a hit for oh, me. Wow. Oh, wow. Nice. 
Hugan as well. Wow. You see him last night. Quite good. No, I haven't um, watched it. I watch it tonight. Yeah. Cool. Right. Excellent. Brilliant. Well, I've got to go and do something, so I'm going to say goodbye. <laughs> Let's from go. Me. Uh, say goodbye, Alex. Bye. And say bye, uh, Sam. Bye. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper.